Hey sis, welcome back. Yes, you are listening to Life as an It Girl, hosted by me, It Girl Shar. So welcome to another week. I hope it is going well and I have some things I want to share with you. So today we are going to talk about the art of being your own piece. This here is something that may take a time or two to definitely master. But it is definitely something that you will need while you're on your It Girl journey. Today I'm going to share with you a couple ways you can be your own piece. Strategies and more. All of that. But first first, I want want to inform inform everybody about about a new segment that we'll be having on Life as an It Girl. Where we are celebrating our our it girls out there so if you have an it girl that you want to nominate for it girl of the week please send me a dm via um, our instagram on um, life as a it girl or send us an email to life as a it girl podcast at gmail.com it can be small steps you know i'm all for baby steps it can be something big something huge that you want to share about yourself a friend or just you know your favorite it girl and what's going on in her life so yes if you have someone your best friend is starting a new business you want to shout your home girl out somebody is leaving a toxic situation you want to shout her out just let me know and yeah i want to get this started maybe in the next couple episodes to just shout out our it girl of the week so again let's get into the episode so again the art of being your own peace peace or inner peace is defined as a feeling of calmness and content where you have no emotional conflicts within yourself or with other people. So ways to be in your own peace. I'm first gonna start with understanding your triggers and pinpointing your decline. When you're not at peace, it takes over your body and, um, and it definitely can be in a stressful way. As an it girl, you want to be in tune with yourself, mind, body, and soul. You want to be able to pick up on when you're going off the deep end. Hence, you know, overly being stimulated by your triggers or falling off of your routines. A trigger can be defined as anything that sets you off emotionally and activate memories of your trauma. It is something that is particular to you and what you have experienced in the past. Being triggered will revert to the feelings and behaviors you have had in that traumatizing situation. So what we have to do is to look into ourselves and understand what our triggers are. That means you have to examine how you feel and how you are responding to them. Sometimes triggers aren't as obvious as it may seem. It can definitely put you in a, a different type of mood or have you, you know, quote unquote, feeling some type of way. And that is totally fine. Um, What we can't do or what we're not going to do anymore is allow our triggers to overcome us. We have to understand that 
working through our triggers is a part of doing the work it's a part of the healing process so i don't want anyone to think that oh i can't have triggers no triggers are a part of life but you have to assess them and acknowledge them one trigger at a time in this case the second portion is pinpointing your decline this could be found by spending time with yourself i personally know what it looks like when i am not at peace your body will let you know your mindset will let you know when you are not at peace even your space because it will become a reflection of how you feel it feels like you're out of sync with yourself you're not in flow with your environment for some i know it may not be easy to pinpoint some of those things it could look like for some overeating or or being like really sassy or snappy with your friends and you may not even notice it. it'll just like come out of nowhere and that will be an alert to you to let you know that you are not at peace all those things for me it is when my space my apartment is just messy and i mean messy in a sense of you know not just my room but like every room has something that could be clean i just have shoes everywhere um which i'm really bad about but i just have shoes everywhere and my place is just in disarray because your space is a reflection of your mind so i understand what it looks like when i'm going when i'm having a stressful moment or when i am feeling not at peace because i'll wake up and i'll be like who made this big mess and girl it's you (laughs) it's nobody but you so understanding your triggers whether it's a person place or thing and then pinpointing your decline is your space in in disarray are you negatively isolating yourself for me the second way that i can know if i'm out of flow is oversleeping sometimes when i'm feeling super stressed i would just sleep girl i'll be sleeping and hoping when i wake up that that shit is done <laughs> but it <laughs> no it's not <laughs> Yeah, understanding your triggers and pinpointing your decline. So I want you guys to reflect on, number one, what are my triggers? What do they look like in my everyday? And also, what are some things that I know that I do that I am using as a non-coping mechanism and can actually really pinpoint when I am declining? So how do we fix this? Well, one way is establishing a routine to get back on track. It is so important that we do good things for ourselves. That we push ourselves to get out of the bed, to get it done. And you can use some of these tactics to do that. I love music. So a lot of the times I try to use music or mood lighting to get my energy and vibrations up 
But other ways you can do it is through prayer, fasting, meditation, um, spiritual cleansing, journaling, um, giving gratitude, and different things of that nature. Do what makes you feel comfortable, but make sure you set aside time to just reflect and kind of decompress. For me, mine is, of course, cleaning and building up my energy. Physically, whether that is through um, working out or um, mentally, which is prayer and meditation for me, I always feel at ease when I'm cleaning and I'm listening to music with high vibrations or I feel very at ease after I just finished doing a very um, intentional meditation. Sometimes if I'm just sitting in silence and I say, okay, let me write down all the things that are like jumbled up in my head. So you just do like a brain dump. You just write down every single thing that's in your head and then what I will ask you to do if you try this exercise because it's really helpful for me I will mark out all the items that I can control then I will reassess my list so once you make your list if you're doing a brain dumping exercise such as this one you'll write down all of the items that are stressing you out or just things that keep going coming up in your mind if it, it comes, comes up, up in, in your, your mind, mind multiple, multiple times, times throughout the day that is a stressor that is something that is stressing you out and then go through and mark the things that you have control over and then you will see that list will be pretty small once you see that new list of items you can't control over i want you to write them down again clean sheet of paper and crumple it up or burn it and you do this because you're saying to your, you're letting your brain understand, I cannot control this. And that's okay, but I'm not going to let it control me. Where I got this idea from is my friends and I had a bonfire and we actually did something very similar to this. We wrote down things we wanted to let go um, moving forward into the year and just seeing that representation of that item being burned and let go is really like it had sealed the deal on it being done on it being something that i wasn't going to worry about anymore so he kind of went around in a circle shared what we wanted to let go of and let this shit go but what you can control is the things on that list that you were marking out and you can create a game plan for them baby steps again maybe three steps or five steps each of you know breaking it down again it's not about seeing the jungle the forest the the mountain is literally taking one step at a time so anyways going back to establishing a routine be resourceful during this time you know research prayers to say if you don't know how to pray research meditations that you can participate in especially for someone who isn't well versed or very experienced in meditation i would suggest doing a guided meditation a guided meditation will help you and will tell you what exactly to kind of think of and it can be helpful because if you're just starting out with meditation um it's going to be easy for your mind to just 
you know, of course, go back to your triggers. So I would suggest a guided meditation and it doesn't have to be long. Again, we're doing baby steps. Gratitude. This to me is one of the strongest and most beneficial way to be in your own peace. You can find journal prompts, of course, and examples of how to show gratitude. For me, what works for me is just writing down the different breakthroughs I've had. For me, what just reminding myself that I am that girl and my God don't play by me. <laughs> Having that can be a reminder of what you've overcome and just a reminder of where you are. As long as you're putting positive energy into yourself, you will get positive energy back. Again, the first point is understanding your triggers and pinpointing your decline. And the tools that you will use to combat that is establishing a routine to get back on track. Whether that is moving physically, whether that is working through some things mentally, writing them down, meditating, and utilizing those tools, getting yourself back on track. The second tool that we're going to use is being your own cheerleader. As you get older, you're going to have less people on the sides cheering for you, want to know every time you make the best scrambled eggs of your life. <laughs> Like, like, oh my, oh my gosh, gosh, you did so great. Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh, you did so great. great. Sometimes you're you're not going to get that as much. As a kid, I would say you would get a lot of affirming. As an adult, you have to affirm yourself. Yes, that's exactly what I want to say. You are going to get less affirming as you get older. You can't look for your friends to say, hey, congratulations. You can't look for your family to say, you can do it, you can do it. You have again, you have to pull yourself up out of that bed and be motivated enough to be your own cheerleader. Ways that can help you is focusing on yourself. Now, I did mention negative isolation, but there there is a fine line between negative isolation and positive isolation. Sometimes you just need to be by yourself, period. Sometimes you need to be able to hear your own thoughts, period, and be able to make decisions for yourself. Sometimes you have to stop engaging with toxic people. Stop engaging with toxic people or negative people. That spirit of toxicness or negativeness will get onto you, birds of a feather, if your friend is always, everything is negative, like n nothing can be positive or, any, or anything positive can be negative, you may have to reassess if they are impacting your level of peace. This is when you bring out the no fucks given attitude. If that ain't about me, I'm not about it. If it don't apply, I'm gonna let it fly. I'm, I'm protecting my energy. I'm protecting my peace. Sometimes this also looks like being emotionally open to peace and or change. So again, um, the change, it may have you 
pull away a little bit from some of your friends or um, it may have you open your mind about things that you are doing that are impacting your peace. In this instant, we are not playing the victim. We are taking full accountability for our actions. In order to be emotionally open, we have to understand that whatever trauma we are holding must be released in order to move on. And sometimes that can be being very honest and very direct with yourself. An inward look into your inner self. So point number two, being your own cheerleader by focusing on yourself. In ways we can do that is by being emotionally open to peace and or change. Okay, my third point. And this one is kind of like my favorite, to be honest. I'm a firm believer in goal setting and affirmation. Utilizing power of the tongue. Like, that is that is my avenue. So, this one here is don't chase attract. We are not chasing anything that does not want to be connected to us. That is how you will have peace and how you can be your own peace. If you're looking for these things and other people, that's not being your own peace. If you feel like you're filling up everyone's cup and your cup is empty, that is not being your own peace. Your own peace is understanding how much to pour into other people, how much to stretch yourself without going too far. Again, we are putting ourselves first. And again, that's not saying we don't want to help. We don't want to support. We don't want to be there for people emotionally. It's not saying that. It's saying that I only have the capacity to give this much. Because after this amount, I am impacting my own peace and I'm not being my own peace. I'm not. So this can look like setting standards, raising standards, setting limits, and having boundaries. All those words kind of tie together, but they definitely have different meanings for different situations and different people. The art of not chasing but attracting is, you know, understanding what's meant for me is for me. It's understanding that I can go above and beyond, but I can't go beyond my personal limit. You don't have to run and call someone every single day, you know, on the phone, especially if you're going through a moment of peace. You're trying to find it in every single person. I'm gonna call this person, I'm gonna call this person. You know, sometimes have you ever (laughs) literally called everybody in your phone and nobody didn't answer? It's because you're trying to chase peace instead of seriously sitting with yourself and getting shit done. Healing from within, establishing goals of what you need to do next. Because a lot of times you'll just keep going day by day by day and not make any progression towards what you truly need to be working on or what you truly need to be doing for yourself. Sometimes Sometimes you're not at peace because you're not not working towards towards your goals. goals. Sometimes you're not at peace because you are not 
satisfied from within. Like, you will go mad. You will go crazy when you sit and realize, wow, I didn't, didn't get shit done today. Or, like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. And, again, that's when, going back to point number one, pointing out your decline. You're out of flow. You're out of sync. You're not that go-getter that you was a couple months ago. Or you don't have that fire up under you to, like, keep going. And, and why is that? Am I too much into, like, the next person? I'm not watering my own grass. Too much into gossip. Those types of things can really put you far away from your own peace. Now, I know I said that was my last point, but this is my last point. For an it girl to be a master at the art of your own peace, being your own peace, you must also give yourself grace. Being able to look forward to the greater. Understand that this moment in time is just that. It's just a moment. It's not a forever thing. Things can be changed by your will and by your power to want to change them. Giving yourself grace can look like making a list, making a to-do list, and making adjustments as necessary. I hate when I make a super long list and I'm like, girl, you got a 30-point to-do list and this Saturday... And because you was giving yourself grace, you got up at 10 instead of 8 o'clock. And now you feel unaccomplished and unmoved. No, give yourself grace. What can be done today? What can be done tomorrow? Use those same skills that you have at your job about prioritizing, organizing, all those things. Or you may be using in school. Use them in your everyday life, you know. Give, give yourself grace. Give yourself time. Give yourself time to breathe. Give yourself time to be okay with what your trigger is. You know, sometimes when you find out what your trigger is or what your toxic trait is for yourself, you'll be surprised. <laughs> like, it will literally take you out. I, I've, like, come to the realization in my self-awareness journey and I will be pondering over that shit for like two days I was like wow that is me what girl didn't even know (laughs) so you know you have to give yourself grace as long as you're trying to strive and move forward again everything is gonna be okay so yes give yourself grace all right it girls that is it we have wrapped up another episode with me it girl char again remember if you have any it girls out there that you want to nominate for it girl of the week just dm me email me on our page at life is a it girl on instagram and i will see you later bye-bye Well, that was another exciting episode. I want to thank you so much again for taking the time out to listen to Life as an It Girl. Again, I am your host, Shar, and I hope that you found something that you can take away 
and share. Life as an It Girl is streaming on all platforms where you can find podcasts. Also, follow us on Life as an It Girl on Instagram to keep the conversation going. And don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. And slide in my DMs if you want to. I would love to hear more. Thank you.